Let's get some reaction from Union of Edusa and the Human Rights Commission on Sasol reportedly making vaccinations mandatory among workers. They've got a fancy building there in Rosebank. I saw it yesterday. <laughs> the company seeks to inoculate 11,000 contractors and 8,000 of its own staff who will be involved in the annual maintenance shutdown of the Secunda plant. Sasol staff have been told to vaccinate or produce weekly negative PCR COVID tests. We now speak to Rivda Ajam, who is the General Secretary at FEDUSA, and we'll also hear from uh, Eric Mokonyama, who is the Human Rights uh, Commission Manager in Pumalanga. Uh, good afternoon to you, Mr. Ajam. A very good afternoon to you, oh, to your okay. listeners, and thank you very much for the opportunity. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, sorry thank for that. <laughs> so, um, you don't have members at, at Sasol, and the question then is, you know, why have you chosen to take up this matter? Well, first and foremostly, um, let us state this without any fear or contradiction. The principle of an injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere prevails. Workers need to be protected mm. under the guise of the legislation that is in place. And at this stage, uh, what is happening right now is victimization 101. Mm. And cannot allow workers to be discriminated against on their constitutional grounds, nor on the grounds that they would have medical reasons justifying this process. I equally want to state it clear that as Fiducer, we are supporters of vaccines, of getting the population vaccinated, but we equally respect that fine line between constitutionality and at the same time medical grounds. So this should not be an opportunity to whack uh, the stick in such a way that it contributes towards unemployment at the end of the day when we are looking towards the recovery of, this, of, of our nation. And, and on what capacity are you going to intervene in this matter? Well, we have already intervened in many such ways, not deliberately looking at the Sassel case, but looking at workers in general, ensuring that we continue to promote the rights of workers and ensuring that we continue as federations in this instance to advocate for rights and equally so for responsibilities and that there should not be grounds nor justification for employers to act irresponsibly when we know that the directive issued by the minister speaks about, number one, a risk evaluation that must be conducted and that employers have an obligation to reasonably accommodate wherever and however, and at the same time, they need to engage meaningfully with all stakeholders. So we most certainly will take this matter forward. We speak on behalf of workers in South Africa. So are you already engaging social? as far as this is concerned? Uh, not the Sassel matter immediately, but we are making sure that it reaches everybody, mm. even by way of the NEDLAC platforms and wherever we are engaging. We don't have members directly at Sassel, but as mm. we say, as part of recruitment campaigns and many other initiatives, we continue to advocate and be staunch advocates of education and training because where people are kept um, you know, within the shackles of ignorance, they will not be able to exercise their constitutional 
So Sasol staff have been told to vaccinate or produce weekly negative PCR COVID tests. Will these be paid for by Sasol or by the workers? Do you have an, uh, do you have an idea? Yes, uh, it has been told that, uh, you know, when it comes to these weekly uh, testings, that workers will carry the liability and the burden of oh. this uh, initiative. So how then do you erode uh, workers of what little disposable income they have mm. when already they had to make the sacrifices as a result of the hard lockdown? So, so the idea in itself is going to cripple the workforce. So, and it's not something that, that we will accept gladly. So would you be comfortable, even if the staff, some of the people decide not to vaccinate, but would you be comfortable if, um, you know, um, Sasol carries the bill for the PCR COVID tests? Well, they should. I mean, when we take into account, number one, that... Uh, in line with trying to get South Africa to herd uh, immunity, Mm. the vaccines are supposed to be free. It is not me saying that. It is the President of the Republic of South Africa saying that. It was the then Minister of Health saying that. And the cooperation between government as well as the private sector through medical aids would assist with this matter. So why now should should workers carry the burden of this Mm. on a weekly basis? I mean, surely 850 multiplied by four leaves you with a massive amount that people are going to be left out of pocket with it's 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 surely not justifiable in your eyes nor mine yeah because i was i'm 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 not even sure how much you know does one pay uh to be tested that was going to be the question i mean if 800 rand 850 it's a lot of money every week it surely is it is a lot of money um they need to come up with a better solution they need to come Absolutely. up. Absolutely. I mean, we, we, we are in no way, as producer saying that, uh, you know, by by moving in the direction that we have, mm. by allowing people to exercise their constitutional rights, we are not discouraging people in any such way. We are saying to them, think about, engage on the matter, but where they want to exercise that rights, they cannot be denied it. So um, what is Sassel going to do? Are they able to live with a conscience? at the end of the day that they have contributed to unemployment uh, when we are now working on a policy of economic reconstruction and recovery. It's surely not grounds for justifiability in this instance when once again the emphasis is placed on number one, a risk evaluation on this process, engaging in the matter via social dialogue and thirdly and the most important one, to reasonably accommodate that the directions are not explicit. So who gives them the right to all the ammunition to fire in this way. Yeah, I mean, just think about it. For someone who earns less than 10,000 rand, for them to fork out 850 every week, it also almost comes to, I don't know, close to 5,000, 4,500. I'm not good with mathematics, but it is ridiculous. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, these are the things that we have to bring to the listeners' attention at the end of the day to determine how then have we committed to a social compact, you know, that that, that organized business, organized labor, government and the community had committed to, where now we tend to rubbish the very compact that we had committed to. Rivda, great chatting to you. Thank you so much for your insights. Absolute pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. Uh, Nat.
Yes. Oh, I'm toilet. No. You, you never know, Pedro. No, I'm listening to Rift and I'm absolutely appalled that Wansasa wants to push. Very interesting. Because I, mean, I think the first thing that crossed my mind, I thought, you know, Sasol would fund these people for, for their COVID For the test, weekly test. Right? But it's 850. You are, say, for instance, you are earning 10,000 rent, take home. And then you have to pay 850 every week. No, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's, ridic though. it's good yeah. that they're getting pushback because it's they're victimizing their employees. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically it's to force you, you know, to vaccinate. Because, I mean, if you look at the bill, 850 rent, you know, times four, it's a lot of money. Also, you can't force people to vaccinate, eh? It's against no, their constitutional can't. right. You can't. Well, there you go. Very interesting conversation uh, with Rivda. We were meant to chat to Eric Mukonyana, who's the Human Rights Commission Manager in Pumalanga, but uh, Eric is not available.